0: Hey
1: Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the D Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals rewatching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here
2: on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Today we are talking Lady and the Tramp, a classic romance tale about two dogs who meet in the street and fall in love. I am joined by Kevin Ruth and Rudy Mendoza, two good friends here in Chicago, and we have... I say it every week, we have a blast talking about this stuff. So, without further ado, here we go. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Um, Today we are talking about the classic film from the Disney Empire, Lady and the Tramp. I am going to start with you. You know what? I'm going to start with Kevin. Oh. Oh. I switched it up at the last minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what is your history with this film? Have you seen this before? And if so, like how often or what's your history, I guess. And then your thoughts
1: at the top. What did you think rewatching it? <laughs> um, I feel like most Disney classics, I either watched it once as a, as a kid or I've like seen enough of like the key moments that I'm like, yeah, I, I remember these parts. Like like obviously, I remember the the spaghetti, like romantic classic. scene, very Iconic. very vividly, absolutely right. Um, but I didn't really remember much else. Uh, yeah, but again, it's 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 like such a classic story that that you, you know of. It sort of um, rewatching it this time. Honestly, I, I was really struck by how short it was. Um, as a, as oh. a movie, only sixty seven minutes. Yeah, like that's that's
2: crazy. I will say i watched it this morning um and while it is only you know 67 minutes to me it felt like three hours <laughs> i had the opposite i had the opposite thing where i was like what i mean these dogs are cute and everything but like when are we done <laughs> um <laughs>
3: when are so we could- done talking talk about these dogs
2: <laughs> <laughs> how about you rudy what's your experience with this movie
3: yeah, I think similar. You know, I think I've watched this movie twice at this point once when I was 12, and now, you know, i uh, and uh, I think obviously all the thematic stuff kind of went way over my head, and so I was able to appreciate that uh, that stuff, stuff about class, some stuff about r- a race, obviously, um, mm-hmm. in, in there too. Uh, I was able to appreciate that stuff more. All I had remembered really were some scenes and stuff. Um, uh, another thing is, um, Uh, An obnoxious thing that I did was watch it in Spanish uh, with Spanish Mm. audio and Spanish subtitles because I've been trying for the last like couple years to you know uh, just improve my my Spanish. I have like the goal of uh, like just being equally fluent in Spanish as I am in English. Wow. Mm Okay, so first... I, I have a bunch of notes that I took on on that kind of stuff that I'd love to talk. Okay, to, with okay, y'all. awesome. But
2: uh... first of all, thank you so much for dunking on us at the very top of the podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, and Any second, kind, of, what has been the most? And this is a sidetrack, but like as you're rewatching a lot of things in Spanish, what's yeah. been the most um, enjoyable thing that you've watched in recent history? That's like, oh my god, I'm so glad I turned this on in Spanish.
3: Well, um, one of the things that I've learned um, just kind of like, well, just for context, I moved to um, uh, this neighborhood in Chicago called Edmosa. It's uh, like a Mexican neighborhood. It's on the West End of Logan, basically. Uh, and so uh, long story short, I have a lot, I've met a lot of Mexican folks over the last like year or so. And um, one of the things that I've uh, learned is uh, the popularity of the movie Shrek uh, within wow. Mexican <laughs> culture.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's on.
3: It's on another level, you know. Like obviously, yeah. like by ticket sales in the U.S., you know, it's popular, you know. But there, it's like, you know, it's very common for people to say like, "Shrek is my favorite movie." Like adults. Wow. Cinema. Yeah, yeah. Like not ironically or not sarcastically. <laughs> um, and for and at first, for me, it was like, "Are you serious?" You know, <laughs> but uh, but the, it is ser- And the reason is because, um, and this is something I've, I've appreciated more generally is uh, you know when movies get vo- like dubbed over in whatever language there's actually like a lot of creative license that they're given to mm. kind of connect oh, wow. with the cult. cuz it's not just like vocabulary pronunciation oh. grammar it's like we got to translate like this culturally you know cool. like and so like um and so it's it's stuff like and stuff that notes with lady and the tramp like that's really interesting like creative challenges are like um so so spanish is a verbose language so like, in other words, like it roughly, generally speaking, it takes like 25 to 30% more syllables in Spanish to get the same idea across in English. And so mm. that's 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 hard enough as it is just like doing the regular movie. On a baseline, but it, yeah. But then when you have singing involved, you know, <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> cause there's, there's music, right? There's like the, the background music that they had to sing to, you know, they mm, can't just yeah. change the beat to make the beat, you know, like the rhythm, like 30% longer. So they got to like, really make it work, you know? (laughs) They gotta like, find either sing faster (laughs) or like find creative ways to say the same shit or like say something kind of different. And so uh, all those things make it so that like these voiceover actors are actually doing like pretty incredible, like making pretty incredible creative choices, you know? Wow, how Fascinating.
2: fascinating. I would never have known that. And I'm so stupid that I would have thought that it would be the opposite because i always hear people say like english is so hard to learn because we have so many like unnecessary words and so much like grammatical stuff where but not that is amazing also now i'm curious as to like the actors who are hired to do yes. um to do these voiceovers and to to translate these are they like comedians like comedic yes. actors who are able to be like oh, okay well we can't bring, we're not going to hire a whole writer's team to come in here and help you with this,
3: exactly wow so shrek Shrek, um you know so shrek the donkey was played by eddie murphy right yeah eddie murphy's obviously like a super super famous comedian however like in the u.s like we have a ton of comedians like a ton of famous comedians so while eddie murphy is really popular like uh uh you know we we just have a lot of other people that that are also popular and also when shrek came out it was kind of I want to say past Eddie Murphy's prime. I don't know if that's- It was like
2: right near. It. Yeah,
1: it I'll say it if you
3: don't want
2: to first say first it. First it, first it, first it. First it was set. past his prime. That right? old hag was washed up. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah.
2: I'll say it. I'm just and, so, <laughs> and so,
3: and um, so, uh, you know, the Spanish <laughs> uh, uh, version has this guy Eugenio Derbez, who's like a, a very, very famous uh, Mexican comedian. Like he had his own like um, uh, sketch comedy show uh, shot in Mexico City, and there's just like. Stand-up comedy and and like sketch comedy is just like not that it's just not that developed. So like he's one of he's one of like 12 guys, you know, Mm. versus like being one of a thousand guys like Eddie Murphy is, you know. And so Mm -hmm. and and also there's another cultural thing where like, you know, we have this term jackass, you know, in in English, right? Which, you know, is also commonly known as donkey, you know, like Mm -hmm. we just don't use donkey, you know, to just talk about someone who's a dumbass, you know. Exactly. Um, But but in spanish it's the word is burro like there isn't a, it, so it's literally donkey so when you're calling someone an idiot you're calling them a donkey so like that that like characterization it just it just hits home a little bit character, harder yeah yeah, yeah. so how, his
1: name is effectively idiot as well yeah yes basically. how cool yes. yeah fascinating um that is
2: so and that's so interesting also because like I always feel like when people talk about idioms in other languages, they're always mm-hmm. like, especially dumb Americans, were always like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that doesn't make any sense." I'm like, "What? What of our idioms make any fucking yeah. sense?" <laughs> literally, um, yeah, this is so stupid. Um, so I had seen this. I don't think I've ever watched this movie. I know, of course, the classic part of the 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 spaghetti,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but I had not seen any other part of this movie uh, until I rewatched it now. So, um, this was really wild. We're doing the classics this season, and um, of all the classic, I mean, it's so weird to go back because I feel like most of these films were either played uh, and we've talked about this before, but most of the people who come onto our podcast are around the same general age within the same mm-hmm. same at least ten year age gap. um, so for anything that was, I mean, great, I mean, what are we gonna have somebody who was a child in the 1950s? like that's just we're not gonna have that guest um, because they're not (laughs) doing Chicago comedy at the ripe age of 80. Um, However, uh, I was interested to find which parts of this like were familiar to me and then which, but most of it was really, really foreign. And um, I was shocked by a lot of the plot that I had no idea was associated with this movie. I don't know what I thought the plot was before. I guess I just didn't think it had one or something. I don't know. Um, But especially towards the end where there's like, near-death experiences and stuff I was like oh my god they're really going for it that's dark yeah yeah so let's jump into the plot let's first of all let's start at the very top we've been doing a lot of these classic movies a lot of movies before you know 1970 something and there's a warning uh uh, a racism (laughs) warning at the very top which is something we've (laughs) come to be familiar with in this season but for some reason this morning when I turned it on I was like not lady in the tram. <laughs> Not lady yeah. in the tram. What could they be doing? And then we'll, we'll find out what they're doing. Yeah, but
1: yeah.
2: I was so shocked. And then I spent the first up until and we'll reveal the moment when we get there, but yeah. up until the moment that it well, we'll talk about it now. The Siamese cats.
3: Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm assuming is the only thing, unless I'm missing something. But I spent the whole first half of the movie being like okay is this okay maybe is this something for something and then when they show up they show up in such a racist way that you're like oh
0: there she is
2: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) she's made her entrance uh let's so let's jump into the plot on christmas evening by the way love a christmas film on christmas Mm -hmm. evening the year 1909 in Mm. a quaint midwestern town could be chicago um oh no 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 wait Visually inspired by Disney's hometown of Marceline, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Also, if I can real quick, sorry what to means? interrupt, almost immediately. No, 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 no. Um, two things I noted up up top were, uh, and, and I, I guess I maybe I've noticed this in more in older movies, but like I noticed that the movie it started with the credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like 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 how many people were credited the very beginning. Like like now in movies they're like here are the stars maybe, mm-hmm. right? If you're lucky. But exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's obviously, it's probably partly now that there are 15 million people on on movie sets, but I thought that was pretty neat to be like, hey, these Mm -hmm. are the people that that put in the art. And then lastly, just in terms of like the animation, uh, I I don't know the specifics, but like there was a really long zoom shot that had like a snow layer on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what poor intern? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just like like a blizzard outside for like this long steady zoom shot of a still image the one guy who did all the houses
3: painted a bunch of houses
1: he was done the Does. intern oh man yeah that's it,
3: a, that's 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 a great point and especially because like I, I recently I've, I've, I've learned a little bit more about like Walt Disney kind of being like obviously he's he's a crazy dude uh, to some extent but also he was like a union busting dude and oh, like yeah. it's just it's just interesting to think of like these kinds of jobs that you're just talking about, like the, how, how these fuckers had to like, you know, painstakingly do every little fine Cause the detail in these movies is nuts. It's nuts. wild nuts.
2: <laughs> and the other thing to build off of that, and we talked about this before, but there are, especially within these classic films, a lot of the cells are reused from other films. Mm-hmm. However, uh-huh. the animators now have come forward and said like, we were forced to reuse other cells which meant it's like the 1950s. So you have to go down to like a warehouse basically mm-hmm. and search through mm-hmm. thousands of boxes to find the appropriate yeah. cells. And then you have to sort of re-render them, do all the shit. And they were all saying like, executives who had no connection to the creative process were making us do this shit. When mm-hmm. in reality, it would have been cheaper and more time effective to just reanimate something new um
0: the, 100%, 100%. To both of your points it's like
2: truly the blind leading like the people who know what's actually happening mm-hmm. um and man good thing that's gone away <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i will uh, say I, I love this old animation i think the old like hand-drawn animation is really really endearing um there's parts of it where you could tell like there's a part where they zoom up on the moon later in the film where you can Mm -hmm. tell it's colored pencil rendering. And it's just, Mm so it is, those parts are really, really gorgeous. Um, Mm -hmm. we come into Jim deer, who is the, the main dude, um, Jim deer gives Mm -hmm. his wife, darling, a cocker spaniel puppy with, uh, uh, which is named Lady. Lady enjoys a joyful life with a couple and befriends the two local neighborhood dogs, a Scottish terrier named
1: Jock and a bloodhound named Trusty. if, if I may, please, sorry, I'm I'm popping in. I put no, 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 notes and no. everything. Uh I loved something I, I didn't remember at all. I loved that the that the the humans, their names were what she heard them be called. Like like Jim, obviously that was his name. Uh, yeah. And something I, I, I noticed later on when uh, uh, spoilers, I guess, I mean, we're talking about a movie, so this whole thing's <laughs> I guess, fair enough. Uh, but when they're at the baby shower, later on, all of all of their friends, Jim's friends, call him, you know, like, 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 like Jim, but yeah. all of Darling's friends call her Darling. You never hear her referred to in the movie as any other name but Darling.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, I also don't mm-hmm. think you hear any of the female characters in the name. I mean, her name is Darling. Nice. The dog's name is Lady. Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and after what?
2: And after a while, I mean, the the boy's dog name is Tramp. But yeah. And after a while, he starts calling her like Pigeon or something. And I was like, yeah, Has I that been her Pigeon. name the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> How sick am I? What's going on?
1: And then the other thing I noticed too was, it, I, it, it struck me as very Tom and Jerry. But as soon as the movie shifted from. The human perspective of like them at Christmas getting a gift of the dog. As soon it got shifted to the to the dog's perspective, the whole movie took place. I, I, it was like that classic animation of when there are humans animated in a in, in a, a a story that is mainly around animals, like Tom and Jerry, Lady of the Tramp, where the humans are effectively like lower halves of bodies. Yeah, yeah. or I or like that. they like they like cut them off at the neck. Like yeah. very f- in very few shots later on, are there are there kind of full head shots except for yeah. Aunt, uh, Aunt Sarah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And to your point, like with the times you do see their face, it's very jarring. I yeah. was like, oh, he's just a, a generic face with a mustache. Like it was mm-hmm. so off putting. And then Aunt Sarah, who is, I guess, supposed to be a villain, she is yeah. fully animated. Like Absolutely. how you anticipate yeah. other animations of this time. Like Jim yeah. and Darling are so stock generic. Um, mm. What's a Getty images? They're so <laughs> yeah. pulled from a box.
1: Yeah, um, they're open. Yeah, open uh, uh, source or, or open uh, marketplace. What the fuck's it? Open license, uh, uh, like Norman Rockwell. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Very, very, absolutely, very much
2: so. Um. So meanwhile, across town, a strain. Name- oh, by the way, love lady. I think she's so cute. <laughs> I love that her ears are a blowout. I love <laughs> that she had, puts rollers in her ears
3: every night. I mean, just adorable. And also just. I was about to say like um there there's there's one cut there's one edit that that, uh, that like the first scene that we see with her like a very young puppy and then like she sleeps and then kind of wakes up and then all of a sudden is like whatever adult. like a yeah. teenager or whatever and then you see the hair kind of like be luxurious and I yeah. thought that was like a really interesting way to say like this is a rich motherfucker you're yeah. like you know i i think that was like the first um not the first but like i don't know a, a pretty big um reveal of like this is this is like a a, a class like a person of higher class you know
2: exactly because all of all of the dogs who are in this like well off neighborhood are uh purebred dogs mm-hmm. um their dogs that are, are are historically have either um a high level of grooming associated with them. You know, Cocker yep. Spaniels are always known to be heavily groomed as are, yeah. uh, you know, Scottish Terriers are always in dog shows. Bloodhounds yep. are in dog shows, pretty, but also the Bloodhound who sort of has like a lineage of like, he he comes from this, like, he's like a war veteran essentially in this story. Mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> he used to be able to help people, but now he
0: is uh, Yeah. <laughs> <as old laughs> sniffer.
2: Don't yeah, sniffer's broke. And then whenever you meet, and we'll talk about it in a moment, but when you meet the rest of the dogs, Yeah. They're sort of like, and sometimes they are, but they're kind of like an, animated to be like a, if they are resembling a purebred, it's like animated to be kind of like off and fucked up a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, the female dog they meet in the street has jaundice. Yeah. You're like, what's wrong? <laughs> She's gray.
1: Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> Actually, so, so to try to, to bring it back to that, to that, the shot of, of young lady to adult lady. I think it was also really uh, a good sequence of of like the whole time you hear uh, uh, Jim be like, "Oh, you gotta you gotta be stern. You gotta be like, show mm-hmm. him who's the master," and like she just wore him down. And like the classic line before before he's like, "All right, or he relents. Like, all right, sleep in the bed just for one night." Cut to six months later, you know. Obviously, she's sleeping there every night. It's like, all yeah, right, yep. man, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, you tried, <laughs> but hey, he got how she got the better. Say, of you.
2: How can you say no? Our dog he sleeps can. in our bed every single night. Absolutely, and it was the greatest decision I've ever made. Every person who, when we got him, said, "Don't let him sleep in your bed." Do everything we read was, "Do not let him sleep in your bed." I don't know what's wrong with people. How you could (laughs) say no? What the fuck?
3: He is. It's been the only joy I've had in my life for the last (laughs) six years. (laughs) Well, quick, quick aside. Just uh, what's your take as being a dog owner? I don't know if you've been a dog owner your whole life, but yeah. uh, uh, But has your opinion on other dog owners changed over time? Um, a little bit. I mean, I, so I grew up with dogs
2: and I grew up in, so I grew up in rural America in the mountains of Western Pennsylvania. So people have a very different view of dogs there. Um, and they're just sort of like family while they are part of the family and all that jazz, but they're like oftentimes mostly outsider inside dogs, you know, it, it's very, very different. So now that we have a dog in the city and that we're in charge of raising a dog, I'm realizing mm-hmm. how many, like how much shit that you should be doing for your dogs if you have them that that my family was not fucking doing (laughs) like we had a dog that would run away all the time just run away all the time no matter what he did would run away um (laughs) and now as an adult because I did like a google search (laughs) I was like oh yeah he has separation anxiety or something like that you know like things like that where I'm like oh what were Oh, fuck, were my parents doing where, like, <laughs> or for instance, um, you know, how important it is to socialize dogs, how important it is to exercise dogs, like those sorts of things have changed over time. But my view on dog owners, it's like there is one thing I will say, and can't uh, honestly, internet, cancel me if you need to.
0: <laughs> people
2: Ooh, who, he, people who think their dogs are babies <laughs> or are as Need as much care as a child are yeah. delusional. They're yeah. operating in a realm of delusion. You can love your dogs just as much as your kids. You know, like I probably would. But like the idea that like you can't leave a baby at home for six hours. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. So unless you trust them. Yeah. When people <laughs> call themselves like I'm a dog mom
1: <laughs> or dog dad, I'm like, okay, good for you, but. You know, yeah.
2: go my God. My God. <laughs> uh, I would say
1: in in terms of spoiling something too just before we go over to the tramp side of things something that blew my mind was like the very last thing you see of lady before we get introduced to the tramp is for breakfast they pour her a saucer of coffee and mm-hmm. hand her a, a whole ass donut, donut.
2: what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that was yeah that was wild yeah
2: that was out of control i i thought <laughs> maybe this is something, because we watched another uh, Disney animated movie where they gave people tonic, the dog um. poured out tonic for the kids, <laughs> it was Peter Pan, and yeah. and I was like, tonic, that's something like what the fuck, I wouldn't even know what that is so at first I thought, there's no way they're giving this dog coffee, there's no way they're giving <clears throat> this dog an Americano in the morning and oh, no, they were <laughs> they were a,
1: uh, a full, old fashioned dunkable ass donut <laughs> 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 That's right. cake, Even the dog knows. Even the yeah. dog knows you gotta dunk it.
2: Oh my God! All right. So meanwhile, across town, a stray mutt named Tramp lives on his own, dining on scraps from Tony's Italian restaurant and protecting his fellow strays, Peg, uh, Pekinese, and Bull, a bulldog,
1: from the local dog catcher. One day, Lady's upset after her owners. Sorry, real, real tr- quick. Yeah. Before we get back to Lady, a couple things with this whole Tramp thing. First off, I think. I think something that that became a through line for me was uh the 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 idea of communication between the animals and the humans yeah of of like like you were just saying earlier like how tramp knew that that like you know that people were getting caught was he read the sign he read a human written Mm -hmm. sign they fucking read english absolutely Mm -hmm. and and then also i wrote down literally what my notes is tramp dash a homie because he sees two dogs like being brought up to the pound and instead of being like "ooh, tough luck guys he runs up and fucking undoes the cage like you know just yeah. says, "fuck you, dog catcher and he runs away too mm-hmm. he's a dog I, of the people
2: absolutely. yes absolutely
1: absolutely i and love I, and I think, oh, mm-hmm. me too i
2: yeah, think, I think the last character. thing
1: overall in the world why are there just so many bones <laughs> just so many bones so it's many a bones very bone heavy world bone yeah. heavy
2: world dogs love bones there's no by the way not to spoil the dogs no meat on the bones there's yeah nothing to do with yeah. these bones other than break your yeah. teeth yeah. another narrow. thing i really loved is i love the animation of the dog stretching and i don't know why oh yeah i mean i in full disclosure i i have been sick for the last week so i'm on a lot of um pharmaceuticals and <laughs> i mean i was like maybe this maybe i'm delusional but as I was watching that I was like oh yeah that's so cool that dogs in the 50s stretch the same as (laughs) dogs (laughs) I (laughs) 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 I truly was like Hell yeah, dog's been stretching this way forever. Good <laughs> I was so like interested in like someone in the 1950s saw a dog stretch and thought it was as unique as when I see a dog stretch. I felt yeah. so connected to the artist in that moment. You know?
1: I mean, seriously though, I should like, we're talking about in terms of attention to detail. I mean, yeah. Was, just yeah. A, to yeah that's that's so many things being he stretched out
2: his little dog toes and everything yeah. and he did yeah. He did, all. and everybody who has a dog knows they do the front legs first mm-hmm. and then they do the
3: back legs Bad. and then they shake
1: <laughs> they shake it out absolutely it's so good so that's the, they, that's
3: the kind of shit that i'd love to see like disney do disney plus do a documentary on is like mm. the iterations of how it started like they painstakingly drew one iteration of that and they're like, the fucking toes don't spread out, motherfucker. You gotta <laughs> do this shit again.
1: Look yeah. at this dog,
2: Carl. Look at this dog. <laughs> look at these <laughs> toes.
3: You fucking idiot. You went from back to
1: front. What the fuck? <laughs> oh,
2: You're man. working through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and if I hear anything about unions, I'm going to <laughs>
3: fucking yeah. every one of your wives. <laughs> sorry, sorry, babe. I'm not gonna be home for dinner. I gotta spread these toes out. <laughs> 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 Got to get these toes spread out. Oh, oh,
1: gosh. Get so these toes spread out.
2: <laughs> One day, Lady is upset that her owners begin to... are treating her rather coldly. Jock and Trusty visit her and determine that the behavior change is due to Darling expecting a baby. While Jock and Trusty try to explain what a baby is, Tramp interrupts the conversation and offers his own thoughts on the matter, making Jock and Trusty take an immediate dislike to the stray and order him out of the yard. As Tramp leaves, he reminds Lady that when a baby moves in, a dog must move out.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so Jim Dart, Jim Deere, a little dramatic with this baby. And this is, it's so interesting, especially as we've been watching all of these classic films that are set in the past. And like, some of these are like, this is animated in the 50s, but set in the early 1900s. And, and you know, it's, that a lot of that is happening throughout these classic films. But I'm always curious on like, people- could not have behaved the way we inti- like the way we <laughs> um what's the word I'm looking for the way we put them in media like even classic mm. films like that aren't animated I cannot believe that people behaved this way that people were like the moment she's pregnant he is truly running around has no idea what's happening has mm-hmm. like is becomes a
1: buffoon. Yeah, or like when he realizes it's a boy and he's just yeah. like, uh sorry, surprise cat there. Um, um. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> was watching me. Uh Yeah, and he's just, yeah, he's he's a buffoon just, just telling the doctor what, what gender the baby was. The doctor's like, yeah, man, I was fucking there. All yeah. Right, later. <laughs> but also but I wild say, to
2: imagine a doctor coming to your house. Wild. Uh, I could not even imagine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're but like people shitting have, like, started... on yourself and you have to clean up the living room. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like modern day people have like started entire wildfires to like uh-huh. determine what their baby's gender is, right? Yeah. So like in a way it was better. Yeah. Can, can just, I just, just some dude talk- being an idiot in his own home? Fine. So we've
3: talked so much. We've talked so much about the attention to detail and how beautiful this movie is from an illustrative perspective. But the one thing I'll say is the baby reveal when they show the baby. Looks Ugh. ugly as fuck, bro. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That baby is fucked up. What is wrong with that fucking baby? The baby is a
2: vampire. It's disgusting. The baby, dead. The baby is a corpse. I was yeah. like, what did you use to animate this? It doesn't even look. It looks like a child did
1: it. Oh, uh, you, has- know, you know for sure. There's an animator that just copied their like baby's likeness and got that Ooh. note. We're like, oh my god.
3: Fuck. Huh. Like if you. It was made by people who hate babies. They it truly
2: know. looked like if you were to take the camera and you were to zoom out, the actual movie is Rosemary's Baby, but we're focused on the fucking <laughs> dog. The baby was fucked up. Oh. It had 16 hairs, penciled onto its head. <laughs> they didn't even show its face because they knew better. Yes, they saw the yeah. back of the head and they said, no, 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 no. Yeah,
3: we spent too much time reception. researching
2: these dogs. We did not spend enough time researching <laughs> what a human a child looks like.
3: I'm glad oh, you all man. agree because I was, I was like,
2: no? It took me out of the movie. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh.
3: It was a, also the
2: first interesting thing I thought happened because I was like, oh my god. The baby.
1: <laughs> What's oh. wrong with the baby?
2: It was just, ah, yeah. Shit. Okay. So eventually the baby arrives, as we've discussed, and the couple introduces Lady to the infant of whom Lady becomes very fond and protective. When Jim Deere and Darling leave for vacation, they put their dog-hating Aunt Sarah in charge of the baby in the house. Aunt Sarah's Two troublemaking Siamese cats, Si and Am.
1: Are you shitting me?
2: Those I are am, their names. That is their. Those are their names. Wow. <laughs> Deliberately wow. mess up the house, knowing Lady will get in trouble for it, and then get her in even more trouble by tricking Aunt Sarah into thinking that Lady attacked them. So this is where the race is a morning. I was like, <laughs> okay, yes, that yes. is it. And when the fir- when we're first introduced to these cats, they come up. Um. They're like in a picnic basket, and yeah. the picnic basket raised, and in the shadow of the picnic basket, you just see two eye or four eyes, I guess, two cats' eyes. Yeah. And these cats are. I was like, first of all, the <laughs> okay. They sing a song, and everybody knows the song. I was like, oh, which is <laughs> I.
1: It's it's like a bad song. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Like like, like obviously okay, yeah, like, yeah. it's racist, but like it's a bad song. Musi- musically, yes. musically. Yeah. Musically. Not only
2: lyrically, <laughs> but also musically.
1: Bad song. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll it has
2: on. like this faux like um uh sort of like faux Asian inspired instrumentation.
1: Yeah, it was like racist karaoke track.
3: Clearly <laughs> written and sung by white people. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. without no, without a sure. shadow of a doubt, without
2: <laughs> yeah. a shadow of a doubt, I'm not even sure that they hired two different actors to do it. I'm sure they hired <laughs> one <laughs> one writer in the writers' room who did some like racist accent and was like, <laughs> uh, "Carl's good. He's gonna do the Siamese cat part." Uh,
3: like, which, by God. the way, this, is, this I had it, rem- it. reminded me of the of uh, the, of Aladdin, the the beginning of. I don't know. If, yeah, I'm sure you've watched. Aladdin, oh yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and even in Aladdin, they had to like. Change the lyrics because they were so fucking racist and that was 1994 this is 1955 55 oh this is that old school racism this is the og Mm -hmm. racism and one quick thing
3: on that year too is um uh you know one of the themes here is like you know purebred people versus or dogs versus like you know Mm. mutts and stuff uh loving versus virginia was 1967 you know so that's 12 12 years later is when you know interracial marriage was was legal you know it's so wild and the
2: other wild thing about these things are like these because these these songs are so old and they have like this old classic movie feel I feel like these things get sort of like brushed away and explained away a lot easier people are like oh but it's charming it's from a different time (laughs) but especially now after the last two years we've had and the fact that like we as a society are having more evolved conversations about the role of racism in in american history to watch this as i was like this could just be removed this Mm -hmm. scene and we've watched Mm -hmm. a lot of them where a lot of the scenes were like okay if you remove that scene the rest of the movie is not going to make sense Mm -hmm. this scene you could truly carve it out animate that rat back in the house bring the (laughs) rat
0: back
3: in Yeah, you know what's really fascinating about that too. So, like when you look at the audio options, you know Disney's are like a multi-multi billion dollar company, so they have the funds to do whatever, right? There's yeah. 24 different audio translations of this uh, film. Two of them, one of them's Mandarin, and the other one's Cantonese. Uh, uh, uh like two, uh. Two, so the first, those are the first two that show up, and so uh, you know, and and Disney has like a theme park in China and and stuff. Like it's it's just interesting to see. Like I think that they kind of like you would think it maybe would be in their best interest to remove to remove it. Um but I think maybe like you know cats out of the bag, you know uh, yeah uh, in terms like people've known about this scene for like you know uh yeah. like 50 years you know yeah. 60 70 years so they're I think it's like maybe radical transparency like hey you know um we've improved I think <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> sorry
2: yeah for real
1: though oh honestly I obviously yeah this is I I, I think I don't think that, yeah, I, I, I think it might be even worse to remove it because it's sort of like, yeah. it sort of whitewashes it. Like, we've always been good. Right. You know, like, right. Oh, I, I guess, guess that's a good point, so yeah. It's but it's, and, and, and uh, that's why I think I like, I like the thing in the front. I mean, it, it is very difficult to sit through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it helps at least a little bit to be like, okay, it's acknowledged that this is fucked up. Um, and and it's, it's sort of like what you're saying, right? was like, you saw the one in your front. You're like, oh, yeah, but what part? And then you see it, you're like, oh, is the part. Yeah. Right? Like, like you know. You know, and 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 it's just—I
2: was like, what could this cocker spaniel absolutely yeah. get into? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the,
1: I guess the one Scottish guy sure saying "lass" and Bonnie a whole lot. Oh no, no, it's the and cats. Then, okay. It's the, cats.
2: the other thing is that, and this is what I thought was so frustrating. Now that we're talking about it, is like they could just be mean because they're cats. You could just take <laughs> yeah. that approach. You could just take the approach of like, uh, cats don't like dogs. Tail as old as time. We all Easy, know that peasy. jingle. And just be like, oh, this cat doesn't like this dog. I'm about to fuck your whole day up, dog. Because yeah. I get carried around in a wicker basket. And that's my a whole deal.
1: Yeah. yeah, what a weird uh, pet carrier, too. Yeah. A, a big, a truly a big, big basket.
2: True. And then, um, so, um, they, uh, thinking that lady attacked them. Aunt Sarah then takes Lady to the pet shop. I was floored by this. I was like, this woman is taking, I thought she was selling the dog. I was like, yeah. she, the bitch <laughs> is getting rid of the dog? And then she was just getting her a muzzle. Terrified, Lady flees the pet shop and is pursued by a trio of stray dogs who looked insane. Um, Tramp manages to rescue her, fighting off the vicious strays. Seeing the muzzle around Lady's head, Tramp decides to take her to the local zoo where they find a beaver who removes the muzzle with his teeth.
3: And I have to say, the beaver in the Spanish, I don't know, I haven't seen it in English, uh, whatever, in 20-something years. But I would say the voiceover actor who does the beaver is probably the best actor in the entire in the Spanish version, at least. He's oh, just, he really, who's going for that? That he got with that. <laughs> yeah. And I will say,
2: why do beavers in all animation have an accent?
1: They have a, <laughs> a
2: specific regional dialect of beaver.
1: I think it might be, I think they might try to be, if, if they're doing any accent at all, I think it tends to try to be Canadian. Canadian. Um, <laughs> th- yeah. Did the just, English just because?
3: Did yeah. this I, voiceover actor in English have a lisp?
2: Yeah, uh, maybe, yep. maybe that's what. Maybe they're just trying to talk with like buck teeth or something. But I was like, all beavers sound like this in animation. Why is that? I didn't. Yeah. Try, I didn't think about
1: it beyond that. But this one, this one in particular, they like made him say more s words to like emphasize. Like when he measured, it was like something that was like seventy six, and he had a sycamore yeah. down the whatever. <laughs> um, two things that I noticed in 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 that little section was first off, like what are the ages of Lady and the Tramp? Because mm-hmm, yeah. I know. I know lady gets her, her, her license at six months.
2: Yeah. And that's, mm.
1: and that's like when things are good right before the baby and then the baby. happens. so I, f- I feel like she's like a year, maybe a year and a half at, okay. at the time of this, I but agree. just like, just, and, and and I think it might just be like sort of like the 1950s dialect, but he like just kept calling her kid mm-hmm. um, throughout like the entire movie. If he wasn't calling her pig, he was calling her kid or uh, like early on, I guess he started calling her kid yeah. and then he started calling her Pidge. Um, but yeah, it it was, it was very, uh, very strange. He's
2: definitely much older because later they go through like the Rolodex of Lay's he's had. Oh yeah. You're like, my
1: guy. He really but is guess, a tramp. Hey. I guess you do have to think of it in dog years too, right? Like there's a, a also, difference.
2: Also, does that mean he yeah, he's in dog years, he's 90. In dog years, he's Hugh Hefner, and she's truly like <laughs> Jojo C. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that, yeah. Yeah. That's the real problematic stuff, Disney was <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, also yeah. to think, like, what is it? What if he has a bunch of puppies? Like, is he like an illegitimate father to a million puppies? And we're just not probably talking about probably. that. And then he um, marries rich, and then it's like, no, no, no. This is my family. Meanwhile, yeah. like all Smart the other, man yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I think like reusing that on the idea of like reusing previous Disney stuff. You know, if uh, like that, this idea of like you know poor poor guy, rich you know lady or whatever, and also like showing her how to be a hustler at yeah. the at the zoo. That's another common thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. God.
2: So Lady begins to fall in love with the Tramp. She chooses to return home to watch over the baby, uh, but she chooses to watch... Okay, let me restart. (laughs) Lady begins (laughs) to fall in love with the Tramp, but she chooses to return home to watch over the baby. Tramp offers to escort Lady back home, but when Tramp decides to chase hens around a farmyard, for fun, Lady is captured by a dog catcher and brought to the local dog pound. While at the pound, the other dogs reveal to Lady that Tramp has had multiple girlfriends in the past and that they feel unlikely that he will ever settle down. Lady is eventually claimed by Aunt Sarah, who chains her in the backyard for punishment for running away.
1: So, I feel like, did we, did we skip the um, did we skip the kissing scene?
2: Oh, yeah, we did. So there's yeah an iconic scene when they're falling in love.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. Not wow, They a really, really... Uh, that was a... She's what? falling in love. Broad brush. Stroke. Broad like, brush. The most famous part. The yeah. only
2: thing people know of this movie <laughs> yeah. is the scene where they go out behind Tony's Italian restaurant and they have... They split a spaghetti dinner while the... This is the most endearing. There is a... I will say, re-watching these classics, there's a reason certain things stay. One, because they're like one of the only unproblematic moments of the film usually and yeah. two because they are just endearingly cheesy just just saccharine with a, 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 they are so cute these dogs suck a noodle to the to the middle and they kiss and then it pans up to the moon there's a man singing while playing like a violin so gorgeous
1: i would say i for for that one one sentence summary i have I think I have the most notes about that part of the movie because, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. There's so much in there. I, th- I think first off, Tony, an- another note, Tony dash a homie because yeah. uh, <laughs> first, first off in the movie, as far as I can tell, he's the only human who can understand dogs or, yeah. or, or like, can understand the animals because and they even make a point of it where like, like, Trey like, asked for the special and and the guy goes like, hey, he's a dog. You can't say he's like, I know what he ordered. <laughs> um, and and like he is like he is a superb wingman for Tramp. Oh Absolutely. yeah, like because like, like and you can tell you can tell they know each other because at first he's like, oh, you got another one, huh? But this one, she's a keeper.
2: Yeah, he and- does do a whole like he does like a whole like, you gotta settle down with these one. Yeah, this one's so good.
1: Look uh, at like, that ear
2: like, design.
1: I'm like, hey, right. right? <laughs> but when, when, when Tramp orders two orders of the special, they're not given two separate orders. They're given a single order to share. God. So Tony heard, oh, two separate orders. He's like, okay, okay. But what if I give you one plate to share? And also... I'll, me, and my, me and my buddy will will be playing music, so you'll be distracted. So when you get that one long noodle, that's good that you get that nice little peck. I'm a man of mystery. The I whole like, nice plate of food. spaghetti
2: is one noodle. It's one 300-foot yeah, noodle.
1: noodle. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's good. Uh, now, something something that I was really interested in, because obviously with the Siamese, you you, you kind of think about how, you know, how almost like like every dog has some accent, right? Yeah. Like like In the film, really, yeah. Yeah, really tramp's the only one with like an American accent. Um, yeah. quote unquote. And it made me think like, you know, because cause there is a time when uh like like you know, and and, and I, I think it's past that time, but like when new immigrants like like you know, Italian, Irish, Scots yeah. were were like not seen as again, quote unquote white. Mm-hmm. Um but something that I was watching with my girlfriend and something that we were talking about was. Um I, I think it was past the time when they were like sort of assimilated into that. And something you notice is that all of the characters with sort of more of those like Anglican uh, if yeah. you will, um uh accents tend to be the good guys mm-hmm. um in, in the different roles, but like the, the other are 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 villain or 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 antagonist <laughs> in some way. Yeah, or just like just not getting graphic. it fully or kind of mm-hmm. like
2: fodder yeah. for the plot or just yeah. all that jazz. Exactly. Also, it is weird because it's like, okay, so certain dog breeds do originate from different parts of the world, right? Mm-hmm. However, all these dogs are born in Missouri.
0: Yeah. 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 So like
2: when we have the Chihuahua in the uh yeah. in the prison, I'm like, dude, you're from Marceline.
1: Yeah, but say <laughs> that that was the other one that I was like, okay, yeah, right. I mean, you know, like I mean, I yeah. Chihuahua is also I'm, like a, you know a place in Mexico too, so maybe, but
2: but i'm glad that now we've evolved to it just being random local like bc level celebrities with unique voices you know like now (laughs) in 2022 when we have a dog movie it's just going to be like oh that's jenny slate
0: (laughs) yeah yeah like oh
2: jennifer coolidge
1: cool yeah 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 it's not just some random person
2: also by the way if i'm ever on a date and i'm and we order two of the same thing (laughs) and my buddy who works back because i've worked in a kitchen my mm-hmm. buddy who works at the kitchen brings us out one plate to share. I'm fighting him. Are you, like, <laughs> fighting you don't know him. how this is going. You don't know what's going on. What if this person's a psycho? What if this person has halitosis? What if, yeah. like, what are you talking, what? And then you're going to bring out, and then you're going to bring out, uh, th- I mean, it, it was beautiful in the movie, of course, because they're already falling in love. But in real <laughs> yeah. life, you come out with a violin. Now I'm pressured yeah, to make yeah, out yeah. with this freak in front of, of everybody
3: a lot of pressure this guy i met on the street <laughs> <laughs> times are different uh, on the on the chihuahua did the chihuahua have an accent on in the english version
2: yeah i, don't, yeah. I believe so yes yes and he, also he mexican
1: many, accent? yeah he didn't have many lines but yeah no. he had like a slight like stereotypical mexican accent yeah so one yeah. thing
3: i don't know if we're, if we're okay to move on to that uh, the yeah, dog please. pound uh, scene so one you of the we want to yeah uh, i got uh, what, a couple more but we'll go back the the chihuahua in the spanish uh version had a, a very thick mexican accent and there's actually so like before his line they talk about um this this other dog this like legendary dog that escapes the dog catchers right it's, it's tramp eventually right mm-hmm. but uh, they talk uh, uh the one of the bigger dogs is like um but this one dog has an achilles heel um and uh and in in spanish achilles heel is a tacon de Aquiles. And then the Mexican hmm. dog says, mishears him and says, Hey, I want some chilaquiles too. I don't know if that was. Uh... <laughs> that, <laughs> no. was, that, was no, that was
2: nowhere was... in
1: the script. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's
3: like, Just... that's an example of like how they, you know.
1: <laughs> kind of yeah. get creative license he just says oh, his sister God. was one of the one of the ladies
2: i think was all he really says yeah he says one of his sisters what what's it and his sister has the best name of all of them because it's like the most memorable but um yeah. but before we move on i want to hear all of your notes on this classic scene and before you give more notes i do want to say like this scene of them sucking this noodle to the middle mm-hmm. it is like classic this song did this and this is stupid on my part but the song um, uh, "Bueno Noches," right? Or "Bella Note. No, yeah, note. Oh yeah. my god, I'm so stupid. Bella Noche. <laughs> so, animated motion picture of the songs. Was this originally written for this song, or for this movie, or is this I like an old song that they were just like, "That's perfect for this scene"? Yeah, like an old Italian love song or something like that. I'm gonna look into that.
1: Tell us more about your notes as I do this okay cool so yeah in terms of uh yeah like the falling in love after the after the tony scene they have that sort of like montage of them like in the park at night just like random little like vignettes of like haha look at us oh another quirky thing in the park oh look we're having fun uh something i noticed was the the music of that whole montage was strictly chorus there was no musical accompaniment mm-hmm. it was just human voices which i loved it was beautiful Yeah. Um. And then, uh, just before the dog catcher, the uh, the like like where they're up on the cliff, like after spending all night together, and he's like he's like, yeah, what do you see? He's like, oh, but I see like this whole world. We can go. We can be free. So, uh, that whole interaction was actually, I thought, and part of the reason why I, I like Tramp as a character was it was sort of one of, one of the things. I guess you know, you, you, there's classism and racism and all those other things touch on, but it really there, there was also consent. This idea of, of 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 consent and oh yeah I, I think this was a perfect example of of good consent because tramp he, he made an offer lady said but who watch a baby and he said instead of being like a little pissant and being like oh yeah fuck you yeah you, you were you were a jerk anyway i hate you yeah. he, he he goes he hears that and he goes okay i'll walk you home Yeah. And and he, and like, you know, and he gets a little distracted on the way, but like he fully wasn't, he was like, yeah, I'll walk you home. Because he makes this
2: beautiful plea about like, look at your yard. That's great. That's beautiful. But like, look at everything that the world has to offer you. Mm -hmm. Don't you want to experience the world? And she says, but I love this baby. And then he literally says, you win. Let's go. Like he's exactly, he he recognizes in that moment, no matter what he has to offer, it's not going to be more than what she has. And then walks her home. So this song is written for this movie, uh, Melanoche. Now, this is something that's so interesting to me about the power of Disney and the influence Disney has over not just American culture, but like culture of the world. I feel like this song is a song every single person knows. It feels Mm -hmm. like it's a traditional Italian song. It's written for this movie. Let me read you the Wikipedia. Let me read you how little history this song has through its Wikipedia page. Uh, Bella Noche is a song for the 1995 or 1955 animated motion picture Lady and the Tramp. I want Disney Productions. And it talks about who sings it, who wrote it, uh, but that's it. So that's one line there. And then it says oh. Peggy, Peggy Lee recorded the song for her 1955 Decca release with oh. a choir and an orchestra. Perfect. So it was r- r- written there. Um, then it says somebody else recorded it in, in Sweden um, for something else. That's the third line of this. And then the last line is Mark Sailing, Kevin McHale, and Cord Overstreet recorded the song and performed it on the 22nd episode of the season two finale of Glee. Wow. End of history of the song. Damn. do you know
1: that do you know there's a live action lady in the tramp it like came up as suggested there
2: is which i do want to do a live action season i want to have you guys back to <laughs> watch oh, that one and please. see how it compares um, <laughs> please
1: that would be incredible
2: and that was like the made for disney plus it's like a made for tv movie um, yeah
1: that's so it is do they not have the song in it because it sounds and- like they didn't record it again
2: well they sure as hell didn't put it in the thing but the reason i bring that up it's so weird how much of our culture that you just naturally ingest comes from disney do you know the song um uh hi ho a pirate's life for me yep hi ho that shit was written for the pirates of the caribbean ride in disneyland wow that's the ride that's where it originated before it became
1: a movie even
2: doesn't it feel like that's just like an old, like, like yeah. um, uh twinkle, twinkle, little star, just some, like old, yeah. weird song that you sing to kids and it's passed out. Yeah. No, 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 no. 1960 mm-hmm. something. They said, Man. oh, let's write this song for a thing. And then Disney has the power to make it. it that's horrifying.
1: That's the real um, magic. Yeah. Something minds.
3: else. Something else. Just some quick stats here. The the movie costs $4 million to make, uh, and, which in today's dollars, is 48 million dollars to make right. and it, it it grossed 187 million dollars which is about two billion dollars oh. today in ticket sales yeah but damn, i mean baby. That, that cost that movie cost essentially i mean more or less nothing to make
2: yeah you know yeah.
3: i mean in terms of movie uh cost
2: it's wild let's compare that to disney's m- most recent hit in kanto
3: which oh. i mean this
2: is very very different and i can get into the the logistics of this in a moment for for, for a reason um Encanto's budget was about 150 million dollars mm. and only grossed 250 million dollars at the box office
3: uh, now that's really? very
2: very that's very very different because it was released during the pandemic so people oh, couldn't go fair. to the movies and then yeah. also it is worth saying that it was put on disney plus immediately that's and- true um, it's really been driving business on Disney Plus. I am yep. a nerd for this. So, but a quick digression before we get to the end of the, the plot. Um, so now we're in this weird space where these studios are prioritizing their, their streaming services because their streaming services are steady income, um, mm-hmm. steady predictable income, and they get all the profits so they don't have to split it with the distributors, they don't have to split it with the theaters or anything like that. So mm-hmm. they put it on Disney Plus, since it's been on Disney Plus in I want to say it was December of it was Christmas of last year, I think. December in the or Encanto. Encanto. Okay. Oh, so Thanksgiving of last year. It essentially went to. I can't remember if it went directly or if it went like within a month. It has been mm-hmm. within the top ten streamed movies of all streaming services that wow. entire time. Wow, damn, I wow. believe it, man. It's a great movie. And mm-hmm. uh, last time we did the math, I think Disney Plus rakes in like something like. 700 million dollars a month, or something that's wild, mm. wild, that's, that's crazy, fucking crazy, <laughs> that is <laughs> crazy. We just you don't know talk about that. That's
1: wild. <laughs> you know what, actually that actually makes me think of which, which is a, a, an interesting point is, or something I thought about, I even make a note about it is, and similar to Encanto, reason I started thinking about it is, there really isn't a villain in either of those movies, right? Like, like the, the, the negative force, the, the villainous, the antagonistic force is something outside. In, in Lady of the Tramp, it's, it's you know, yeah. it's class and in Kanto, it's family expectation. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I feel like it's tough to make a movie, especially for an American audience, where there isn't a set villain to root against for, for yeah. the heroes to, to, to you but know. Like overcome. black and white shit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I found that pretty interesting that they made it work in both cases
2: even Mm -hmm. furthermore sometimes because american audiences i i think can be incredibly puritanical and sometimes even the villains if the villain um can have stipulations where the audience won't believe it if if the villain isn't doesn't fit under xyz expectations like um the example i'm thinking of is for the new thor movie which i cannot spoil so i so i can't (laughs) say that but like sometimes if the 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 things that make the villain villainous are things that uh, an American audience wants to hold on a pedestal or doesn't Mm want to examine fully then it 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 also will like flop essentially Mm. Um, yeah so it's really it's really interesting when a movie is successful to your point when the villain they're the villain forces like circumstance or or whatever they're going through um for sure so ladies eventually claimed by aunt Sarah. So she makes it back home and she's chained up outside. Jock- Actually real quick. Yes. Sorry, if,
1: if we could with, with the dog pad itself. Um, first mm. off, uh, the, the barbershop quartet of dogs because <laughs> we've, we've already established these dogs can speak, you know, at least yeah. from, from the movie's perspective, they can speak, uh-huh. you know, human words. Um, uh, but the fact that they still have a barbershop quartet where they're just howling, uh, Uh, me and my girlfriend were absolutely fucking in tears imagining the voiceover session of four fucking professional (laughs) voice actors (laughs) (laughs) and and, like harmonizing and like trying to get it just right (laughs) and and, yeah the whole time just being like oh yeah yeah like like jailhouse blues but yeah dogs um all right and so that's hilarious And, and so we're laughing about that and then they have these fucking long, drawn out shots of single, pathetic looking dogs. Yeah, sad, crying the most painful tears you've ever seen in your whole life. Sad, yeah. Just, just, and just, and just to show you, just, just a you truly
2: a Sarah McLachlan commercial. I was about
1: to say arms <laughs> like, <and laughs> angel away, absolutely.
2: Unbel- <laughs> and she's right. Look at these dogs crying. And then they show a dog essentially yeah. walking to be put down. Yeah, oh, oh, he yeah. has no idea, no care in the world. He's like, unless I'm mis- yeah, he like, does. he's like, yeah, yeah, and they, they
1: call him like they call him like screwier, nuttier. So he's got like a name that basically says <laughs> like, oh, he's insane. It's like yeah. it's like crazy.
2: Also, uh, my favorite character, and and I mean, I feel like Rudy. I've known you longer, so I feel like you can you might be able to identify which of these characters is my absolute favorite the woman with the 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 female dog with the black eye and the smoker uh-huh. voice the bar <laughs> hat.
3: oh yeah.
2: i love her
3: incredible uh, yeah. she's incredible a, you guys let alone burlesque level. dancer yeah. she's
2: so good <laughs> i loved uh, her i wanted more of her um She's just so she, everybody's like, kind of, she's like, kind of drunk and passed out. And then she notices that they're picking on or they're like, intimidating lady. And she's like, Hey, 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 hey,
3: lady, she, she needs so her own good. movie. She's so own movie or spin up. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, us gals gotta stick together. <laughs> come on, come on.
1: I loved her, just called <laughs> Hag versus the
3: World. Just, oh, man. <laughs> I, I love, love her. Working, working at a uh, whatever. My favorite
2: character is somebody who's had the same leather jacket for thirty years. that's
0: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Ooh, there's so
2: much in there um, so oh, yeah. dog... and then, uh, go ahead one
3: quick thing about the dog pound is when uh when lady gets rescued or whatever taken out of the yeah. dog pound one one thing that stuck to my mind was the dude uh, taking the taking her out of there and said, "You're too beautiful to be here which is another like yeah uh, yeah too you're, you're too, too nice a girl or something yeah which yeah. is wild
2: because they did show a pile they showed a <laughs> pile of other cocker spaniels there yeah but they're kind of animated puppies. to be yeah. like a little fucked up and he's like not yeah. you baby <laughs>
0: yeah
2: yeah seriously oh yeah which is also weird because like anyway so jock and trusty visit lady to come for her but tramp arrives to apologize lady berates him for having other girlfriends in his past mm-hmm. okay and his failures to rescue her that should have been the focus uh, Trump or Trump. Oh
0: no, no! <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> uh,
2: Trump sadly leaves, but immediately hereafter, a rat Lady previously had confronted sneaks into the house. Sorry,
1: if I may, yes. real quick. Um, first off, the doghouse that lady is in. How the fuck did Aunt Sarah get a doghouse mm. in all of like a day? and like no get the dog out there a very crafty woman evil has Um, its ways Mm -hmm. (laughs) the other the other thing was um again another really good example of tramp despite being a freewheeling you know street dog fucking listening and and Mm -hmm. you know adhering to consent he was there Mm -hmm. like she realized she was in pound she got out came in to check on her make sure she was good and mm-hmm. she's, you know, pissed at him. And, and she's like, you like, get the fuck out of here. And he, and he goes, he leaves. Yeah, He only comes back when he hears her yelling, in, you know, distressed. He, he didn't come back, like, to be like, oh, wait, why didn't you want me or again? Like, you know, why the fuck you know, are you rejecting me? Yeah. He, he fucking, re- oh, man,
2: he's a man. Tramp is good people. Lady and Tramp are he's good people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or good dogs, I guess. Uh, the rat lady previously confronted sneaks into the house, right into the baby's room. Lady sees the rat and barks frantically at it, but Aunt Sarah tells her to be quiet. Tramp hears the barking and rushes back, entering the house and cornering the rat in the nursery. There is a fight. Lady breaks free and rushes into the nursery, where Tramp inadvertently knocks over the baby's crib before ultimately killing the rat, preventing the latter from harming.
1: Quick yeah. note on the on the rat fight. Um, yeah, let's talk actually. I am curious. Were, were you in the same room uh, as your dog when you were watching it? Yeah when when he's fighting the rat there's one one part where he bites it and it makes the exact squeak of a squeak toy it
2: makes a squeak toy noise
1: and i thought i thought that was particularly funny
2: i was like Mm. is that what mice sound like when you kill them
1: yeah i I like yeah i don't know i don't know i was just imagining like any dog in like a same room as someone just being like what the fuck
2: also like why (laughs) is this rat so evil like what's this rat's deal?
1: yeah right yeah i don't know
2: he's scary looking he looks really cool to me he like is demonic mm. a little bit and he has his eyes look really horrifying and They're he kind of yeah he kind of looks yeah. like he like rolled in in like wet concrete or something yeah like <laughs> <bit tucked laughs> up and, um also whenever the the baby and i know this is i'm so sorry when they knock over the baby crate my first thought was, oh, that baby is ugly. <laughs> it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, I hope the baby's okay. I, I figured the baby would be okay. I figured they're not going to kill it. But I was yeah. like, the first, they knocked over. I was like, oh, they knocked over that ugly baby.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and also like, so yeah, this scene is wild. I couldn't believe, because like I said, I hadn't watched this. So I didn't know that this was sort of the climax of the film. Mm. Um, And first of all I thought the climax would be that they that she got in the pound I thought that was going to be it and then there's this huge fight with this rat because when the rat comes back I was like what's this guy doing back again and then he the huge fight I couldn't believe I was like is the rat going to eat the baby do rats eat babies I remember when I was young young, my aunt had a ferret and everybody kept telling her that ferrets get into babies cribs and chew their faces
3: Wow. Oh my god!
2: I don't know how much of that is based in truth. That seems wild to happen even twice, let alone yeah, be it's a very specific. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how many ferrets are even within the realm of a baby? Yeah. Right. Um,
1: yeah. What in nature that ferrets love resembles a baby's face? Right. Like why would they go for it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what? It's their
2: natural. It's their natural yeah. diet, but they're never around babies. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like
1: like a nice ripe mango or something. I don't know. Plus, I could think that would be like a baby's face.
2: Yeah, but this but um also whenever Tramp and is fighting this rat, Tramp looks crazy too. They like animate him to look <gasps> wild and they like, make his
3: yep. eyes look crazy. Yeah. Same color yeah. as the rat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the yellow in it, right? He goes yep. Sith for my yeah. nerds out there. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Disney, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he goes Sith mode. He goes full Sith, baby.
2: So they um he kills the rat and they like leave it in the curtain pile. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh tramp inadvertently knocks over the baby's crib before ultimately killing a rat, blah blah blah. Um the commotion alerts Aunt Sarah, who thinks they harmed the baby. She pushes Tramp into a closet and locks Lady in the basement, calls the pound to take tramp away. Dear and darling return home as the dog catcher departs. And when they release the Lady, she leads them to the dead rat. Overhearing everything, trusty and Jacques chase after the dog catchers. Okay, so I did have a problem with this. Um hmm. Trusty and Jock chase after the dog catcher's wagon. The dog tracks down the wagon, essentially scares the horses, causing the wagon to crash. Jim Deere arrives at the taxi, who reunites Tramp and the wagon. Then everybody, like, it all sort of works out. We think Trusty's dead for a moment, or, yeah. um, but then it's revealed not. And just to cut to the end, so then we could talk about all of this, as then it cuts to the next Christmas, Tramp has been adopted because it's all well and good. They have their own babies. Trusty is alive. The Scottish dog is alive and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of this. One thing that really annoyed me, and I know that this film was animated in 1950, um, but the thing that I really liked about Lady was that she wasn't just Lady. She was a dog. She was mm. defensive like a dog. She chased that rat the first time like a dog. She got into stuff like a dog. She was mm. a dog. And then at the end, when, and by the way, we all love Trusty. We all love Jock. The fact that she's not included in this this rescue thing was so annoying to me. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I felt like he's come to rescue her. What a better storytelling method than she just runs out the door to rescue her. Totally. Instead, yeah. instead we cut to these two dogs who God love them. They're they're great yeah. friends. What the fuck they've been doing this whole time? Yeah, Why we they don't gotta care be that
3: much about them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing
2: like, oh, he has his his scent back. How cool! Yeah, but she should be with them. Yeah, but I say she mean? could
1: be in the gang. Yeah, absolutely. You don't even have to replace the two of them; just add her. Instead, she's like cruising out the side of
2: a window.
0: But like,
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But ultimately, I mean. What are we going to do It's 19:55 and the movie's already done?
3: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm acting yeah. as though
2: I can give notes and they can make an update. Yeah. But
3: and I thought I thought trusty being alive was like a weird thing cuz it's like we've seen darker yeah. shit in this movie already than trusty dying, you know. Yeah. I yeah. Know.
1: And and I real. Say, like like he's like very much like the the stereotypical like southern gentleman,
0: right? Yeah. So to like
1: to like it, like what a better redemption arc than to like I mean first off, getting his sent back, hell yeah. But, like, you know, oh, yeah. he's, like, always talking about the glory days and, like, like you know, sort of, like, the, the honorable shit. To, like, go out to, like, redeem some shit, like, that's a better story arc for right. sure. Yeah. Uh, though I will say what it does rob us of, what it would rob us of is the perfect uh, a rule of three kind of circle of of his old reliable, have I told you about old reliable? Yeah. And, at the very, and the kids are like, no, you haven't. He's like, what? Oh?
2: <laughs> for break the pattern hilarious yeah. also uh, when that happened i i it's so good it's such it's so dumb but it's so uh, like such a perfect joke of absolutely. like but it's, it's also told so long and slow that it's, it's it doesn't make you laugh. Um, 100%. 100%. But, but you're like, but you love it because you're like, I was sitting there. I'm like, that is so perfect. How do you make that more into like a bit you could do with people where you're like, keep bringing up this thing. And then the one time, I mean, anyway.
1: Honestly, it's it's a lot like my one of my dad's favorite jokes, and I cannot believe I'm telling one of my dad's jokes on a recorded media. Oh, I'll tell one after.
2: <laughs> okay, perfect.
1: Uh, my dad said one of his favorite jokes is, uh, and I'm I'm now curious if we're about to t- if we're thinking about the same joke. Uh, uh, memory is the second thing to go, and people tend to ask, "What's the first thing?" And he goes, pauses, thinks, and he goes, "I don't remember." That is a perfect joke. That is yeah. so good. You're that exactly. is so good.
2: It's, it's very good. so this is my dad's okay i'll do my, one of my dad's favorite jokes one of you ask me where somebody is it can be anybody uh where's where's andy oh it said something about he couldn't take this shit anymore and left <laughs> that's it
1: i, I didn't understand <laughs> oh what you okay said. okay ask me oh. again ask me in no
2: no, no uh, I, i'll do it in a i'll do it in like a southern accent this time <laughs> <congrats>. <laughs> no i'm kidding
1: uh where's randy
2: oh said something about um he couldn't take this shit anymore and left every single it. time you ask where somebody is my father will say said something about they couldn't take the shit anymore and left every single time without <laughs> fail without fail e- and it only it's one of those jokes where like it's funny the first couple of times then it gets so annoying and it circles
1: uh, back to
3: funny again and then yeah um, oh God,
1: forgive me. i think
3: it's the repetition that makes it Funny, you know. I, I definitely agree. I
1: the first time I was like, Oh yeah, kind of, kind of like random, yeah. Like okay, yeah. Here and they left. So Second time was like, their... yeah, the the like boom, like it's almost in one breath. Yeah, I like yeah. the repetition, very good.
2: oh Or he'll do another thing where you walk into the room and he'll go, Shh, there they are. <laughs>
0: oh, classic, <laughs> absolute classic. I, oh, <laughs> man, I am, I That's am, so guilty. I am two, so guilty. Those are his two, and one there's. One
2: they are hits. He keeps. He keeps. Uh, he keeps them out. There was something else I was going to say about Kevin. You were talking about oh, Rudy. So, um, Trusty has a very thick Southern bloodhound accent in the uh, the Spanish voiceovers. Did all the dogs have different accents, or were they all just like the the voice actors doing their own thing?
3: Uh, so it was mostly neutral accents. Um, but uh, but we talked about that Chihuahua. That was like one of the ones that stood out the most. Mm. Uh, but another thing that, that was funny um, was uh, when we first uh, see Tramp uh, showing Lady around, like this is where I get food and stuff. And he shows like, this is the Schultz house. They have Wiener schnitzel that I can oh. eat. And this is <laughs> yeah. the O'Brien house. You know, they have whatever, hot dogs or whatever. Corn uh, beef, at, yeah. At, as he's doing that, and also with the Italian dudes. Like yeah. the uh all those things were like it was spoken in Spanish, but like with the, the respective accents. So like Tramp, uh, the the voice actor that played tramp that when he was talking about like the American house, the O'Brien house, uh, he was doing it with like a gringo kind of like a a Kia Stoy, me uh me hot dogs and shit. But it's like a native Spanish uh, speaker guy. Interesting making fun of that. And then yeah. the, the Italian guys were super funny because they were, you know. They're like, ¿Adónde uh, estás, spaghetti, You know. <laughs> I'd be really
2: interested in hearing like different uh, American dialects in other languages. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. I, I I've never heard it before, and I just think it's a fascinating idea of like somebody speaking Spanish in a deep southern drawl. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. anything else with the end of this I the only other things that I had only other notes or interesting things I had towards the end um were what same with you it's like just I don't understand why trusty has to live it's it's much more impactful name one of the dogs trusty and then we all Mm. cry and we move on um the only other thing that I had was that the the dogs don't have any mixed dna they very much the girls <laughs> yeah. look, the girls look yeah. like lady and the boy looks like tramp and the little dog who is tramp someone needs that dog is bad that's a bad yeah. dog
3: yeah and yeah. we don't yeah. say
2: dogs are bad but that's a bad dog kept yeah. biting the fucking baby yeah yeah but <laughs> by the way baby has grown out of its ugly face yeah, yeah. it looks, it looks cute
1: <laughs> Yeah, man, what the fuck? That's a different baby. Oh, <laughs> well, some meat, some meat on them bones. That's all it is. Because a little more, some substance to it. <laughs> I think for me, the last two things that that I had really of note were. It does seem like at the end, all of the characters are redeemed in a way. I guess except for mm-hmm. the cats, um, because mm-hmm. at, at the end, there's like a passing line to Aunt Sarah having sent dog biscuits.
3: Yeah. Um, ah.
1: So so it's like it's like oh yeah like she either like warmed up or like you know she was at least like you know giving them something nice so like in a way redeemed a bit you know no 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 no
2: aunt sarah is not off the hook you know she sent those dog she sent those dog biscuits because she felt guilty that she caused an accident
1: (laughs) yeah oh and that's fair yeah and and blaming it blaming the the, the whole rat -rat wrapping yeah
2: did that like horse carriage guy live Mm, probably not. Nobody cares, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a
1: great point. Yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> on not a yeah. uh, until you asked, I didn't even think me neither. Until I'm here. i also thinking like,
2: are the are the horses just like galloping through Missouri? Yeah. The idea of a loose horse in the city is so funny to me. Or like the loose <laughs> a loose horse anywhere in a yeah. town or in a set. Like
3: someone catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I also, um, uh, this is like so it doesn't matter, but the the house with the wraparound porch, yeah, beautiful beautiful Chicago style. You know that's like my favorite, you yeah. know, rich Chicago people home. Oh, yeah.
2: the homes, the yards, that the mm-hmm. the, el- the decadence, the oh the fences that are only there to show that you can afford to put a yeah, fence yeah. in the the bars mm-hmm. between the fences are so large mm-hmm. a human adult could yep. fit through them and yeah, they're also yeah. only two foot <laughs> tall yeah keeping yeah, nothing just <laughs>
0: yeah. nothing oh
2: out. also the shot of the they use it a lot but the shot of the staircase from the perspective of the mm. dogs every yep. time i was yep. like gorgeous whoever animated this knows how to set up a shot absolutely yeah
1: i literally said what what gross carpet and 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 wallpaper (laughs) but but the perspective of the shot was gorgeous you're absolutely right Uh, i think honestly for me one last note is just i thought again i i I really enjoyed how you know for for a movie that's only has a runtime of 67 minutes Mm -hmm. a lot of economy of story really i mean i I thought they did a great job of not adding more than they needed to story-wise. Um, and like like a lot of things that they had early on, like, oh, he can't smell. We're, bring- we're bringing it at the end. And just like kind of like the final piece was like starting it at Christmas, ending it at Christmas. Yeah, I, I love like that. Everything sort of wrapped around it to its own little bow which, like a Christmas present. Oh, Whoa. fuck. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: The only other thing I say, and then we're going to end with some questions. um, We're going to wrap up with some questions. But now that we talked about that staircase, this is a funny story that I've never told anywhere before. Mm -hmm. Um, My friend, my best friend slash sister growing up, her name is Jess Schaefer. Um, We essentially spent every day. She's still very close to me. um, When in her first home, when we were growing up, it had a very similar staircase where the staircase goes up and it wraps around. There's like a balcony over do you know what I mean like you go up the staircase and there's a balcony over top of it
1: exactly
2: we used to do play this game called bungee jumping with her stuffed animals where we'd tie jump ropes (laughs) no 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 no. we'd tie jump ropes to her stuffed animals and we'd throw them Mm -hmm. down and if they bounce back up we'd catch them or if not and we'd do a ton at once and so like the whole banister would be lined and um, um. we were not allowed to play it. We were told we weren't allowed to play it for a long time. We couldn't understand why, like what the deal was. Mm. And then when we went home for Christmas, I was, we saw a picture of us playing this game. And it's just us with 10 stuffed animals with ropes tied around their neck, dangling into the living room. <laughs> yeah, yep. And so our parents are like, "You, the, we don't want this. You can't have yeah. this. <laughs> As kids, we couldn't understand what the problem was. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, Hanging all of our stuffed animals. Yeah,
1: so, like, yeah. yeah. I also wild. imagine being in the room past, like in the dining room, and just our like, stuffed animal, how ominous. Yeah. You know, like, like <laughs> such horror movie. Like, ah, Woody, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs>
0: Raggedy Ann. <Yeah. laughs> uh, all
2: right, so we like to wrap up with some silly little questions. We're only going to do a couple. Um, but these, we call these How Disney's, that we do different questions. We sort of, same pool of questions, but we pick and choose different ones to sort of identify Disney commonalities that we're seeing in a lot of these films. Mm-hmm. Um, the first question I want to ask is uh, who in this, or um, well, we usually ask if the villain has gay energy, but we don't really have a villain. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask who in this film, and this can be genderless. Is there anybody in this film that has hot dad energy?
0: <laughs>
2: Ooh, I mm-hmm. have to say, what's his name? Jock? the Scottish Terrier, to me, for some reason, has hot dad energy. Mm. He has the energy of, like, he would take care of his puppies and that, like, teenage dogs would be like, ooh, older Jacques. Like, what's going on Yeah. With him? Where's yeah. he from? Um, mm. But I mean, that was the only one that gave me hot dad energy.
3: I have to say, like, Tramp at the end, you know?
2: Yeah, for the, sure. The
1: kids, you know?
2: I, got um, I would say, yeah,
1: Tramp has a level of confidence that I feel like you want to achieve as, as a person in general, where like, you know, other people's, you know, whatever dismissal of you or whatever, it's like, okay, yeah, well, whatever yeah. off the back. And like, that's the kind of like confidence you need to be both a, a I believe like an effective parent, but also maybe a hot parent. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: Um, if you could replace any voice actor in this film with Rosie O'Donnell, and danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs>
2: who would they be so we have one is rosie one is danny i'll go first to give you some time to think um sure i i'm immediately i know this is probably the most straightforward and simple one the the bar fly dog that i love becomes rosie o'donnell and the bulldog becomes danny devito my exact <laughs> my my exact, tune. It, it's, I perfect. That exact tune. it's perfect it's yeah,
3: perfect i agree Just it is to say something just to say something different, the guy who runs the Italian restaurant, you know, and, and, <laughs> the um, oh, and then um, you know, I would like to see uh, maybe a Aunt Sarah played by Rose Rosie. Oh, maybe yeah, make, maybe make make a little bit more humanizing. You know, make it a little more fun, less yeah sh- shitty. You know, or
2: on that same note, Kevin, since you agree with me, I'll I will change my answers to be. Rosie and Danny are now the the Siamese cats, and they're not singing a song about being Siamese. They're singing a song about being like cats,
1: just fucked up cats, yeah, just yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. cats. That's, we that's, that's cats, perfect answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really want to get a,
2: I really want to work on my Danny DeVito impression since we talked about it so much. But I just think that'd be so funny. Um, and then last, we'll ask two more questions: um, Is there an element of this story that has to do? With rich people trying to have sex with poor people. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> almost, yeah. Almost almost all of it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild Pretty how much. often that comes
1: up in these that fucking is, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I will say, at least in this one, it does seem like it's the the poor the, the
3: poor guy. Yeah, the other way around.
2: It. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But right. I mean it's definitely mutual, but still yeah,
3: it's absolutely mutual. But yeah, for sure. That is it. I think sure. my follow-up question to that is do we like that? I mean that's as maybe Disney, Walt Disney production is like doing a net good to society by sharing these themes. <laughs> hey, know?
2: hey, I grew up very, very poor. Let me tell you something. The only way to get out of cyclical poverty is to <laughs> fuck your way to the fuck, top.
3: Fuck, <laughs> <somebody>. fuck
2: your <laughs> way to fuck the top. Someone. If you take any lessons from this podcast today, you better
1: <laughs> you better fuck up. Uh. You
2: better fuck up, baby. Whatever uh, you got going it. on, you better figure it out.
1: That's a t shirt. <laughs> you better fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. and then last question. If there was any either quote or scene or thing from this film that you would get as a lower back tattoo, what would it wow. be? I'll start first because we used mm-hmm. to, we try to do quotes, but nobody ever remembers any quotes from these stupid movies. Um I would get as a lower back tattoo the um I'd get that fucked up, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that would be um, my only one. Yeah, or maybe the, rat. Know, yeah, the oh. rat. Yeah, the could be over good, rat. over rat. I gotta say the um the star of the dog pound, whatever her name is.
2: Yeah, oh know. yeah, yeah. What is her name? Let's figure, I'll figure it out. It was we...
1: like Peg or something, right? Peg. Peg.
2: Yeah. What a great yeah. name yeah is, you yeah. know who peg is when you meet her
1: i must <laughs> say yeah because you, you i think you mentioned it in the in the early synopsis when he frees the two um yeah. i think honestly i think i mean it's uh, yeah i i want to say it's strange as a lower back tattoo i mean eh, i guess all lower back tattoos are an element of strange yeah. um but just like just the idea of uh, just any tattoo at all just like just the phrase like no, yeah, you win just like like oh I I I I mean which it, you know obviously has contexts but like yeah just that I that idea of like you know I don't always have to win right I, yeah. Like I can I can I can be perfectly happy it's with also, someone else's like input.
2: It's also perfect yeah. after like a night of sex. You're like getting dressed yeah. on the edge of the bed. <laughs> yeah, and, and the person you just had sex with is like, I win. I absolutely do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess because it, it, it is a sort of an empower thing too, right? Of like, yeah. You won. Yeah. You you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely you did. Lucky. Either you.
2: that or I would get the entire song lyrics of noche. on oh my Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: From start answer, to yeah. with the choruses repeating. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for being here. I hope you had of fun. Course.
3: Of oh, course. Great time. Oh my yeah. god! All right.
2: Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit the Trident That is the Trident Network.com. And also, don't forget to follow Disney Adult on Instagram at at Disney.adult.podcast.